And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. Summer is just around the corner and there's no better time to head to Walt Disney World to enjoy all the magic. And Away With Me Travel is here with a brand new opportunity to make sure you experience all the magic Disney Parks has to offer. So right now, when you book your summer vacation with Away With Me Travel in any deluxe resort for a three-day package or longer, we will automatically upgrade your Hopper Pass to a premium Hopper Plus Pass. The Hopper Plus Pass brings so many new adventures to your Disney vacation. From the amazing Disney water parks, Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon, to ESPN Wild World of Sports Complex, Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, the Nine Hole Walking Course, and also the amazing miniature golf courses on site. There's so much magic for your family to experience this summer through Away With Me Travel and at the Disney parks. So be sure to get a hold of Justin or Jamie at show at awaywithmetravel.com. We hope to hear from you soon. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That we all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, but fun for the whole family. And tonight, I'm missing one of my brothers, but I'm blessed with my good friend Justin here, my brother. We're going to be talking a lot, a little bit of news tonight, talking about some adventures that we've had down at Disney Springs. Uh, we are missing our buddy Jason, but listen, Justin, what's going on, man? How you been? Oh, dude, I'm great. We're getting some uh, winds here tonight, though. It's uh, It's been unseasonably warm, which is hard to say for Charleston, but it's been in the high 70s every day, and I'm starting to get spoiled. But the thing that happens every single year is it tricks the grass and it tricks the trees and the pollen starts coming out so i've just Mm -hmm. been a sneezing mess i've been shoving allergy pills and squirting things in my nose to make me feel better um but uh but other than that man everything is so cool here we got back from disney we're home this week and uh man we leave in two days for an adults only cruise out of charleston here and i am oh my gosh i'm so ready it's so ready did you even unpack your bags? See, I don't know. So I, I, I felt like I shouldn't have. I didn't put the suitcases away. They've just been sitting in the, uh, in the I bedroom. I figured that, yeah. Yeah, but. Um, and we, so as parents, too, we feel kind of guilty that we leave Riley all the time. So we let her take over our room whenever we leave. So she's little by little moving her stuff into our room anyways. If I got to go to Disney as many times as Riley gets to go, she has nothing to complain about. I tell so her all the feel time. bad about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. look, when you can do math. You know, that, that without my help, then we'll take you out of school and take you to Disney. But get your math done. Um, right. But, yeah, man, we're going to do the Carnival Cruise out of Charleston here. And it's just right downtown. And I, I'm a little worried, though, because I purchased the all-you-can-drink package. Oh, boy. And I'm not in my early 20s anymore. 
So mm-hmm. I also purchased the spa package to where I can go in and sweat it out, hopefully, you know, and they don't find me in there and you don't see me on the news. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to get my money's worth, buddy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show up. Don't worry. Now, I've done other cruises before, and I know you have too as well. I, I, I don't know if it's been a while before you've been on a, a, the last non-Disney cruise. Do you feel like you're kind of cheating on Disney a little bit by going on a non-Disney cruise? I did until I saw the price. And then I was like, I'm good. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> And the, but you know the bad the bad part is is you're going to be comparing everything to a Disney cruise ship when you're on there because they have yeah. already set the standard. So now you're going to be on this boat and you're going to be like, Disney does it better. Disney does it better. I do that when I go to a theme park. Oh, I'm around, way, yeah. yeah, I feel bad for the poor guys at the carnival. You know the guy. <laughs> it's a local, you know, local yokel kind of place, and you're like, oh, there's no fast pass here. You know, you're just kind of holding to that standard. So uh, I feel bad for the people on the cruise ship. Well, I, f- but, uh, I feel like I'm going to walk through, and the first time I smell smoke, I'm going to be a bit like disappointed, but. I'm kind of looking forward to it happening. You know, I love Vegas. I'm kind of looking forward to the casino. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the adult side. It, it would be different if we were taking Riley. I think I would be like, all right, you know, the, that kid's cl- – what, what are you talking about? Where's, you know, Pluto coming in for the pajama party? Like, this isn't – but with Riley not going and it being adults only, I – man, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this one. I'll have to let you know what, I, what happens whenever we get off. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long time since I've been on a carnival cruise. Oh, it's been 11 years. And the, the only time we ever did one, too, was uh, Katie and I were just dating at the time. And we booked a carnival cruise. I think we booked a um, like an ocean view with a porthole. Mm-hmm. And like two days before, they called me and they upgraded for like $100. Now, this has been 14 years ago. They upgraded us for like $150 a piece to a suite. So we had like a mm. couch and like, I mean, really nice room. Uh, but the cool part is, like, so I always said I would never do a Carnival Cruise out of Charleston because we used to have one of the oldest ships in the fleet uh, <laughs> in Charleston. And I saw, and I'm like, man, there is no way I'm going on. It's almost like driving down the road in the middle of the night and a kid really, you know, one of your kids really has to pee. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you start passing, you're like, oh, there's a, there's a Chevron here. And you pull off and you just do the drive-by and U-turn. You're like, nope, nope, <laughs> pee your pants. Not, not happening here. <laughs> Uh, same way, but we, then we got a new ship. Um, it's not new, but it went into refurbishment in 2013, the Carnival Sunshine, and so it's uh, it's you know pretty pretty new. They redid the entire ship, so okay. yeah, man, we'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the pictures. Yeah, dude, it'll be fun. Hopefully, I'll uh, you know you, you'll probably I'll probably need a day or two to recover, but I'll be I'll be in touch after I get off the ship. Yeah. Well. One thing you're not going to be getting because you're going to be off enjoying those luxury days is a lot of news. And I know there's been quite a little bit of a Disney news that's been around the last couple of days. A little bit of a buzz on a few things. You want to talk about a little bit of that tonight? Yeah, Duke. So the one thing, uh, this one real quick, because uh, we the only reason I'm bringing it up is we discussed it, I think, back-to-back episodes, is that today, while we're recording, is the first night that the uh, City Works Eatery and Poorhouse is open at Disney Springs. Um, the new kind of... Uh, brewery and and sports bar um it's right next to the nba experience over in the west side of disney springs over there um for me i I, we started planning our our trip in april because we're going down for the marathon or for for star wars uh marathon weekend and i think i'm gonna head over here i think i'm gonna go over and check this out because this is something real interesting to me i love the outside bar the fact that you Mm -hmm. can just walk up grab a beer and uh, kind of sit outside, but then it's also it looks massive, man, from the pictures. And I mean, it says it has a 165 inch screen, so um, I'm looking forward to checking this one out. Open today, just uh, just right now. People are just enjoying it for the first time. Um, but Disney Springs, uh, brand new addition. It's it's funny to see over the past couple of years how fast Disney Springs has grown. 
Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of money down there. You know, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. So I can see why they're pressing to get the new things open and, and have that new revitalized look. So, yeah, I don't, I don't blame them at all for getting stuff pushed out as quickly as possible. Well, you know, and too, like the they're, they're really smart in the way they're doing it. The fact that it's not it's not repetitive in the dining. You know, you have tons of different options of dining and it's not mm-hmm. repetitive in price. You know, you can right. go higher end or you can go lower end. You can go jeans and a t-shirt. You can go wearing a suit. You know, like, it really does have kind of everything for everybody. And, uh, I mean, we're going to spend some time at Disney Springs with our main topic here in just a little bit. But, I'm, I, I, for me, I've said it before, Disney Springs is a full day now for me at Walt Disney World. It's no mm-hmm. longer, you know, when it was downtown Disney, it was, eh, we have an afternoon to spare. We might stop over there. Now it's in our plans. Like we do ADRs there. Like we know we're going to Springs. Right. Yeah, it was used to be kind of a forgotten about thing for us too. That was kind of our last day of the trip. Got to get some last minute souvenirs. Don't really want to go to the park for the day. Uh, just kind of killing time, so to speak. And a whole different experience now. And, you know, we were talking a lot about some of the new experiences that I'm going to get on the solo trip when I go for down for a couple of days. I'm thinking that I'm probably going to have to hit up a lot of Disney Springs on my own that I don't normally get to do with the kids because the kids go there and they want to shop. You know, they're not so much into the, the restaurants and the bars and the lounges. You know, one of the things you just said, your adult trip, your 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 only trip, your, your, just you going down is I know you're super excited to see Galaxy's Edge. And some of the news coming out of Disney just today is the fact that we now know that not next year, but this year, we're going to be able to book our reservations to do a two-day, two-night uh, vacation aboard the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, all, you know, just... just completely transporting you into the world of uh, of Star Wars. Um, I can't think of one person I'd rather talk about this experience than with you because, one, I, I think it's going to be crazy expensive, but I think it's going to be worth it. I think when you look at what you're getting, I think it's going to be worth doing that two-day, two-night uh, experience. And I think also the fact that it's a two-day, two-night experience, it's going to open it up to more and more people. You know, you're going to be able to plug it in at the first, middle, or end of a trip and it, you know, I, th- I think it's going to be an easier uh, reservation to get than people think. Yeah, you know, there was when they did the announcement today, there was a little uh, Disney video, you know, that was put out by Disney themselves, and I watched that because, you know, we'll see if any more little details, maybe a little sneak peek on something, and that was quite interesting because one thing that I picked up from that video was that it's almost they're going to have their own separate. They were calling it a shuttle into Galaxy's Edge, so you know, you're going to travel mm-hmm. into Batu. So I think they're going to have their own kind of little maybe backdoor entrance into Hollywood Studios. Uh, I'm going to. I'm kind of interested to see how they're going to pull that off. Um, you know, it looks very cool. It gives you the whole thing where you're, you know, you're getting into a pod and the way the rooms look with the different bunks, with the kids, uh, the, the bunk beds. It's not your typical looking bunk beds. So it's going to be pretty interesting, you know. Um, you know, is two days enough? Is two days too much? You know, it's going to be one of those things that they, they have to really pull this off right because, man, when you commit somebody to like a role-playing atmosphere and this is what you're going there to do, this isn't just a pirate-themed room. You know, you're there to experience something. You know, you're you're there to be part of a story. So, uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I think they know what they're doing, but I'm interested to see how they're going to pull it off. I think it's going to be a underground shuttle coming in to, to Batu. I think you're going to not see the light of day. I think you're going to leave the Star Cruiser and all of a sudden be in Batu. And I wouldn't be shocked if the if you know we've kind of talked about it before with other modes of transportation, we wish they would do something like this like the gondolas or things like that where they would actually be screens, kind of like what you're going to get with Space 220 where mm-hmm. you know you're going to see 
you know, they'll maybe put you into, uh, to, to like hyperspeed or warps, you know, and, and off you go and the stars will be going past you really quick. So I, I, I would, that would really be cool if they do something like that. And when I watch the video you're talking about too, I love the fact it, it does seem just completely, uh, you're playing a role. Like you as some, as a guest are playing a role on board the star cruiser. And I have to ask you, so if you were good, if you, I say if you're going to book this, I know you're going. I know you're mm-hmm. going to book it. This is a no-brainer. But when you book this, will you disconnect like most of us do when we go to Disney? Right. That's that's what makes a true Disney fan: the fact that you disconnect from the outside world and you can take in the magic that is Walt Disney World. Will you not leave the Star Cruiser and Batu just to stay in that Star Wars role? Because I'm sure they're going to have missions to accomplish in Batu as well, not only on Star Cruiser. If this is the way they want it to play out, then that's the way I'm going to go with it. You know, if they, if they want you to be interactive and, and do a tour of the bridge and, and get into that whole role-playing thing, well, I'm going to immerse every bit of it that I can. You know, and if they if they kind of like, so, so much recommend, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I don't think I'm going to venture off on my own at all, but I really want to stay within that that bubble. I mean, listen, I stay in that bubble when, when I get on the Magic Express at, at MCO Airport, you know, or as soon as you go through that gate, if you're driving in, I mean, once you're in that bubble if i if i'm doing it now to the extent that i'm doing it there i i I definitely see myself being completely immersed when i go to do it at the star wars resort i'm almost a little disappointed that the resort wasn't open up uh when galaxy's edge was open up because how would how cool would it be to just be involved in that and go into galaxy's edge you know, like right now, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. You know, I haven't stepped, a, you know, I haven't had a footprint in there yet. So if I were to just start off doing this experience and, and coming in that way, because everyone says how immersive it is, that would have been pretty cool. It's almost a little disappointing that this wasn't done uh, with the same time of the opening of Galaxy's Edge. Well, why don't you just not go? Come on, bite the bullet. Don't go. Just don't <laughs> go to Galaxy's Edge. You're fine. Don't, you know, it's fine. Don't go to yeah. Batu. Just wait. Batu will be there. Um, like, that's going to happen. I can see you going down by yourself and not stepping foot in yeah, uh, man, in Galaxy's Edge. There's an- I, w- I was I was sneaking a peek over the wall when the, when the walls were up. I, I you saw know? you. <laughs> you were you were. It was like opening day of Disneyland for Mike, where he was having farmers bring uh, bring their ladders so he could go over the wall there. Um, I was standing on poor Sammy's shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Dad. Um, <laughs> It's going to be hard, though. You know, I talk about being immersive, and I, you know, I, I think I don't think I would stay. You know, I'm the, out of the three of us, I'm the uh, the least Star Wars fan, I guess. To say I like them, I really mm-hmm. do. I like the storylines. I like the uh, I really like what they did with the Mandalorian. It's probably been one of my favorite things they've done with Star Wars in a long time. But um, I I, I, th- I think I would probably leave the Star Wars bubble. Um, two days for me is probably a bit much to to be in there but when i'm in the bubble i you know me i would play along perfectly like i would mm-hmm. act the part play along do the role i would i would do all that and so i'm looking forward to doing that. you know hopefully we can do that together that um that would be a lot of fun but the one of the reasons that i would have a hard time not leaving the bubble is the next news we got out and came out today as well is the fact that uh boom here we go we knew it was coming we know it's not too long till it opens up but now you can book your fast pass selections for uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway um starting March the 4th uh I mean you can book them now but if you have your uh your trip starting March 4th you can now get fast passes um it is a tier 1 fast pass which uh joins Millennium Falcon uh Smuggler's Run and Slinky Dog uh let me ask you I already probably know your answer 
Out of those three, Slinky Dog, Millennium Falcon, and Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, if you only have one trip, which of those are you choosing? Uh, I really want to keep an eye on what the wait times are going to be. Yeah. You know, now that now that Smuggler's Run is going to have fast passes, is that going to make the regular walk-on wait time a lot higher? You know, I don't know. Um, you know, it wasn't that bad before. I mean, I think you wrote it a couple of times without fast passes. Yeah. And what did you wait? 30 minutes, minutes a couple of times? Yeah. Uh, I'm really hoping that the fast pass system doesn't change that and make it longer waits. I mean, obviously during the peak time of year when it's, you know, Christmas time or whatever, when the parks are at capacity, you know, you're going to have those longer wait times. It's a guarantee. But during some of your other, you know, regular, just normal weeks, uh, is it going to up the time? You know, what's the, what's the Mickey's... Uh, you know, runaway railroad going to be? Is it going to be, you know, once the fast passes come out, is it going to be an hour and a half, two hour wait? Or is it one of those things where you're going to get a lot of people in and it's kind of constantly moving? You know, I don't know. Um, obviously, my first choice would be Smuggler's Run, you know, being a Star Wars fan. But I tell you, if if I continue to see that the wait times are only 30 minutes, then I'm going to, you know, book the uh, Mickeys and uh, do the runaway railroad. So we're gonna we're gonna get Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway for April, and that's our adult trip too. Uh, I feel like this is such a great thing for Hollywood Studios, though. The fact that the tier system has finally opened up, I feel like mm-hmm. there for about six months, Hollywood Studios was like me in the seventh grade, where my head <laughs> grew and my feet grew, but n- you know the rest of my body was just short and compact. And then I got acne, and I was just the goofiest looking, you know, little little seventh grader on planet Earth. Uh, at the at the school dance with these girls that had already hit their growth spurt, and they were, you know, they're like five foot six, and here's four foot eleven Justin dancing to uh, Celine Dion Titanic music uh, with these poor <laughs> girls. I'm sure it scarred them for life. But um, but now you know the Hollywood Studios has blossomed into what uh, what most people do. It never happened for me, but blossom into uh, to now we get all these great um, fast pass additions. And now tier two, you can do Toy Story Mania, you can do Rock and Roller Coaster, you can do uh, uh, Tower of Terror, you can do Phantasm, you can do Alien Soft. Like it's no longer okay. My tier two, I have to go do Indiana Jones and the Little Mermaid to check out the lasers. Mm-hmm. It's just gotten so so much better. Um, so I think with the addition of this, and then look, whenever you add Rise eventually coming to this as well, I could really, really, really see Slinky Dog eventually falling to the tier two yeah yeah absolutely you know i could slinky dog or mickey and minnie's like one of those falling to the tier two and i think both star wars attractions stay tier one but i i you know i i could see one of those dropping down and and being there so that's now you've turned hollywood studios what for us was a half day park for a long time now it's look i'm ready to roll let's do this Mm mm-hmm and you know what's going to happen is as more and more uh, stuff opens up at Epcot, they're going to have to do a revamping of their tier system as well, too. Yes. You know, once Guardians opens up and once uh, the Ratatouille opens up, I mean, they're going to have to really reconsider doing a lot of revamping over there with the tier system. Uh, you know, I almost wish they'd go back to the, like, similar to Magic Kingdom, no tiers. You know what I mean? Uh, that's just me. I don't know. Uh, you know, if it was back to the paper fast passes, you you weren't limited to which ones you were getting. You got your passes and that was it. Yep. But, uh, but, yeah, but I definitely Epcot's going to need a change too. Well, I, I look. I think in the next uh, two years we're going to see a, a max pass system at Disney World. We're going to pay see a paid for system at Disney World. Look, it's it's a it's, it's Disney is a business. We've said this before. It is a great money grab, but it also for what you're paying for vacation is not such an astronomical fee that everyone won't pay it. I mean, you're talking at Disneyland, you're talking ten dollars a day 
per person, and that includes all your all your photographs too. You know, all, all your mm-hmm. PhotoPass uh, photos. And now you can make everything digitally, and you have to scan into the park to do it. Um, one, I think it makes the the structure of planning a Walt Disney World trip a little bit easier. You know, like for someone like me, I'm up at least once a week doing fast passes for somebody. I get more mm-hmm. stressed out doing fast passes for my clients than I do for myself. Katie just tonight said, "Will you please set an alarm on your phone to remember to do our fast passes because you always forget ours, but you do <laughs> all of your clients." Um, but I, I really see, especially once Epcot is up running, everything's there. Uh, I see them switching to something like that. But it's so good to see them spending money on the parks. You know, there for a mm-hmm. while it was, we're buying this, we're buying this, we're buying this. And I think all three of us, you know, I'm speaking for Jason now too, we're going, Ugh. you know, is this the way we're going now? Are we only going on the big screen? Like, are we not concentrating on the parks? And right. um, look, there's there's a method to the madness. They got it all right. Um, speaking of method to the madness, we, in, in talking about purchasing things, uh, I want to talk to you about this, and this one I'm throwing at you. I did not tell you that this is one of the ones I, I want to talk about. But I, I, I love when Disney gets it right. You know, a lot of times uh, when you talk about big corporations, it's easy to talk about the times they get it wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to talk about the people at the top when they get it wrong. But when Disney gets it right, I think that they really deserve to be shouted out. And I think when Bob Iger gets it right, they really deserve to be shouted out. And uh, Bob Iger today got it right. He really, really stepped up and did something that I think um, more and more people should be talking about. So let me give you the background on this. Uh, there's a elementary school, Emerson Elementary School uh, in Berkeley, California, right? And they were trying to raise money. They had a pizza night and a movie night that was put on by the PTA. And the students, they came in their pajamas and blankets and everything, and they had to uh, raise $15 to be able to come into to watch The Lion King, the new live-action Lion King, okay? Mm-hmm. So Disney, uh, this has nothing to do with the Disney Corporation, but a licensing company that is, represents Disney, they find out about them showing this film and raising money, and they end up uh, issuing a $250 fine to the elementary school. <laughs> yeah. $250. This school's trying to raise money for, uh, you know, books, for iPads, for things to better the, the school there, right? And so anyway, the, and, and here's the thing. The school only raised, they say reportedly only raised $800 that evening. So they were going to have to turn over $250 that $800. Here's where Bob Iger steps in. Bob Iger today, he did not have to do this. You're talking about the CEO of the Disney Corporation on Twitter today, steps up, apologizes for the Disney company, and uh, says that he will personally be funding any and all needs that that school has out of his own pocket. Disney got it right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. For the little bit of bad press that they could have gotten for the that whole debacle with the Lion King, because it wouldn't have mattered what the technicalities of it were, whether it was a license coming or not. It's just in your head you're it's thinking Disney. it's Disney. Right. So he put that to bed. He cleared it and said, you know what? We'll do the right thing. And and good on him for doing that because uh, it, it, it seemed kind of, you know, I get it. And you know, listen – but uh, my schools have had that before. They've had movies on the, you know, movies on the lawn. Yeah. They'd have the football field set up, and you know, you, they come watch. I think we had Toy Story a couple of years ago, and then they had the, they do it all the time. I, you know, as fundraisers, you know, movie night on the, the football field, movie night here or whatever it was. We uh, my schools do it here too. It's not like they went down to the local movie theater 
stole a first run movie that's still in theaters right. and showed you know what I mean this thing's on Disney plus you can you can stream it in your home you know th- through right. through a a, a a service that costs you 6.99 a month mm-hmm. the fact that this that, like I love that he, I love what Iger did I love what Bob Iger did in the fact that he said you know what not only are we he didn't say I'm just gonna give you 250 to pay the fine he said I'm taking care of all of your needs out of my pocket. But he also apologized for the Walt Disney Company. He didn't have to do that. No way, right. man. You know what I mean? It wasn't his fault. But, dude, that's that's leadership. And we, like, we're the first people to say, Bob, what are you doing? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you deserve a props on this one. So I wanted to make sure to bring that up. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that that poor guy at his desk at the licensing company right now going, ooh, 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 I maybe shouldn't have done that. So, anyway. Sometimes it's... Look, rules are rules. Uh, they have to be enforced, but sometimes, like, you have to apply common sense to enforcement of rules. You know, it's come on, let's go. That was a great story, and I'm sure I'm sure Bob Iger listens to our show. So great, Bob. Great, great, Bob, good on you. I really yeah. want an autographed copy of your book, by the way. So if you're listening, uh, <laughs> get a hold of me. I'd love to have one. Uh, but that brings us to you know we talked a little bit about Disney Springs uh, previously, and we were talking about the addition of CityWorks Eatery and Poorhouse over there. Look, one of my favorite things to do at Disney Springs, you've done it, I've done it. It is an immersive experience. It is something that is fun for the entire family, and it's something that I had I had never been able to wrap my brain around until I did it, and that's the void. You know, it's not just at Disney Springs. You can find them in many locations around the United States, but, um, but the only ones I've ever experienced is at Disney Springs, and the fact that they have brought Disney properties into this immersive virtual reality experience is really amazing uh mike you and i have both have have done the star wars uh virtual reality experience so let's save that one i want to run you through real quick what i did uh just just this past week was mm-hmm. the wreck it ralph um experience i'm very interested to hear about that because when we did the star wars one the girls loved it so much and i could definitely see them wanting to do another experience so i'm kind of excited to hear about your uh, wreck it ralph experience so I was so blown away by the Star Wars one that when I when I started thinking about Wreck-It Ralph, look, I love Wreck-It Ralph. I love I like both those movies. I like the second one equally to the first, even maybe better, which is says something that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Normally, have right. you ever noticed that normally the second animated film is the worst? Toy Story two worst. Yeah. Cars two. Cars two. Wor- oh, oh, that you know what? That's the perfect example. <laughs> that is perfect because that is terrible. You know what I mean? But Cars yeah. one, Cars three, uh, amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like Toy Story one, three, four, perfect. Uh, like the second one, just I think they try to recreate the first, and it's just not. But Wreck It Ralph for me, I think it's because it was completely different. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the second one? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Ralph yep. takes the internet. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really really good, man. Um. So this one's called Ralph Breaks VR, and uh, you join Ralph and Vanellope uh, in the VR experience. And look, it's very, very cool because I think that animation almost plays better in a VR experience than live Mm -hmm. action does. Okay. But I will say that the experience probably plays to a younger crowd than the than the Star Wars one does. So if you have kids that are maybe 10, 11, 12, 13, you know, this might be perfect for them. Like they they I think would really really enjoy this because instead of shooting 
um, you know, uh, phasers and, and everything else, you're shooting pancake guns. Mm-hmm. Where you're hitting bunnies with pancakes, and you know they're they're trying to throw things at you, and the smells are amazing. It's still it, it's a completely different room. So when you walk through, you know you still have where if there's a bar in front of you, you reach up, you hold the bar, and you can feel it. You know you can feel what it is. So then you are walking through, and you you know you're helping Ralph, you're helping Vanellope conquer the uh, you know the the internet, the the, the world outside of theirs. And for me, man, it, it was it was a lot of fun. I don't want to go into too much in depth about this one because I know you and I both have done Star Wars. Um, but uh, the pancake milk milkshake uh, diner that you have the the fight with the bunnies in, eh, hit or miss for me. I would say do Star Wars. Star Wars is the better experience. That's cool. You know, uh, the girls were really nervous about doing that. They kind of didn't know what to expect. Laura kind of thought it was going to be some kind of video game. She didn't think it was going to be as immersive as it was. Now, um, I. I can tell you, their eyes kind of lit up. I, I've kind of seen it before, obviously, because we have friends in the group that have went and done it, and they've all taken that aftershot picture, you know, with all of the gear on and whatnot. So I kind of knew what to expect, and I'm always looking around on the internet for stuff because I always, you know, I don't like to be too surprised. But the girls had no idea. And that whole experience where you walk in and they suit you up, I mean, that's some serious gear you're putting yeah. on there. You know, you, you're walking into this room, and the, the backpacks weigh so much that they're on a harness. You know, and you have to literally put them on on the wall, and then they unstrap you. You know, it's you don't lift them up and put them on you. They're they're already suspended in the air to put these big vests and packs on, and then you put the goggles over your head, and then they do a whole little test pattern and and sounds and whatnot because they want to make sure that your experience is 100% and that your equipment is working properly because that's some pretty big equipment and some, I'm sure some pretty expensive equipment you're working with. You know, our buddy Jay is really huge into the VR stuff. You know, he's always talking. You know, talking about about it and he likes the the way the future is going to go with doing the virtual reality stuff uh the way before when he was talking about it i kind of you know i could grasp it i could see it now that i've experienced it wow it's a whole different ball game you know it's really set the bar when it comes to possible rides in the future and expanding it more into the actual disney world area well and two so the the whole experience to book is super simple like go to the void.com Choose your location. You can choose your time, and you book, and you pay at the time of booking. Um, you know, it, it, I wouldn't say it's cheap. I would say I think for four people, uh, I, I would say it's what like thirty-five, forty dollars a person, something like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. around, around that thing. Uh, but yeah, like Mike said, when you get there, yeah. That, so that's the reason Riley hasn't been able to do it. They do have a recommended age limit of ten, but the recommended age limit's more based on size than it is age because you have to you have to haul around this. This pack, it's like Mike's backpack for Walt Disney World. I mean, it's mm-hmm. has everything in the sun under it. Um, you know, whenever you got there and you go into the first room, it has all the screens in front of you, right? And you're standing in front of your podium, and it gives you your directive of what you're supposed to do. And I'll tell you a little bit about Star Wars Secrets of the Empire. Your directive, under the orders of the Budding Rebellion, your team will travel to the molten planet of Mustafar. Your mission is to recover imperial intelligence vital to the rebellion's survival. Alongside the pragmatic droid K2SO, your team must navigate through an enemy facility, walking into danger at every turn. Disguise the stormtroopers, grab your blasters, solve puzzles, and fight giant lava monsters in an effort to fulfill your team's orders. And from there, Mike, you're taken into, uh, your, you know, your visors are down, you're taken into the actual experience when you first walked in, you can hear Lara, you can hear Sarah, you can hear Sammy talking in your ear, 
and you see now you're no longer you. You hold your hands up, and you're a stormtrooper. What's the first thing that went through your mind? Oh, it was wild, you know, and I kept touching the girls, like, like, because, you know, you're looking at them, and, you know, Sammy's a short little stormtrooper, you know, and you're kind of <laughs> patting her on the head, and you're like, me ah, too. this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, it, it was it was really incredible, and, and you know you're doing the whole wiggle your fingers, and you're watching your you know your your fingers wiggle, you know as because obviously it's you know it's your hand, but uh, very very cool, you know I I uh, I was com- as a Star Wars fan that I am to see myself as a stormtrooper with my arm out in front of me with the kind of the you yeah, know yeah, the yeah, outfit yeah. on was really cool. So uh, and the girls got a really kick out of it, and they were kind of laughing and giggling, and I thought it was pretty funny. So it's definitely really really cool to get into that you know to that mode. Uh, now when you did the Wreck It Ralph because it was the four of us and it was just the four of us, mm-hmm. was it just you and Katie by yourself, or they put other people with? No, you? we actually did it with Rick Reagan and his son. And the cool part is, and I didn't mention this uh-huh. in the first. So you're a stormtrooper in this one, right? When you do Wreck It Ralph, you get to select a player's card. And that's who you are. Okay. So that's who you look like is the player's card. And you have like – so I was like the uh, very handsome nerd, which, you know, I mean, okay. I'm not saying much. Oh, yeah, you know. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you, that's who you look like in, in your game. But this one, you, everyone's kind of your own stormtrooper, but you have a different color. Um, remember that? You have like one's purple. Yeah, one's... Uh, Sammy was pink. Right, and I remember right. That, yep. So you can tell who's who as you're walking through. But the cool part is and what I really liked is the fact that, you know, in your headset you have a not only a um, – you know, microphone. You also have your your earpiece, and you can hear your entire family. So you're mm-hmm. working as a team to get through these things. And the, one of the first things you walk up to is a puzzle. You know, you have to all four be doing a certain thing to be able to make it into the next room. And I love the fact that it brings the entire group together as an interactive uh, process to make sure you're you know you're you're achieving your goal. You know, you're you're making it through this this. Um, I guess it would be rebellion facility. So, really, really mm-hmm. cool. In this mission, you're going to be, uh, you know, a rebel in a stormtrooper outfit. But one of the things you have to do is blast your way out of this place. And it's really cool because when you go into the next room, you actually take a blaster off the wall and you're holding that blaster in your hand. And it's reactive. I mean, you know, uh, when you're not supposed to be shooting it and you're shooting it, you can get a little, you'll hear, they'll, they'll say, yeah. you know, hey, not time, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll talk to you about it. And um, it's pretty spot on when it comes to doing the, the shooting and the, the fighting parts and the lasers. It's a, it's a, they got it down pretty well. Did Laura instantly shoot you in the face? Because she, La- Katie, she shot did. me of right in the face the yeah. second she got her. Bl- and then, not only that, I had not even grabbed my blaster for the Wreck It Ralph part, you know. Mm-hmm. And Katie, I instantly had like pancake batter just all over my face because Katie just <laughs> turned around and then, and then Rick was doing it, and it's just like, all right, come on, all right, we're here for a mission, you know. I'm trying to get my team in order, uh, but it is what it is, you, you know. As as you go through, and look, we're not going to give specifics because we want you to go experience this we don't want you to us to walk you through scene by scene what happens but one of my favorite things that happened was there's one point you of course are surrounded by molten lava you were at a volcano there's lava everywhere and (laughs) here goes the i think uh, i did it with aaron white and uh who else was with me it was me aaron and uh katie and it, I think that might have been it. I don't. I don't remember. If it was somebody else, I'm. am sorry if I, I. don't remember. It's been been like two years ago. Um. But anyway, so we get there, and Aaron walks swiftly across the bridge, and here's Katie just standing there. She reminded me of the kid. Do you remember the kid when you would go to the public pool when you were little? That would say, "I'm gonna jump off the high dive." 
<laughs> and then they would go up there and they would just stand there. And they would mm-hmm. get those big eyes, you know what I mean? And this is Katie. And Katie just stands there and I'm putting I'm like, go. 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 Katie, go. And she's going, it's it's so hot. It's it's like because you feel the heat coming off the lava. And I'm like, yeah. it's fine. It's a room. You can walk. You know what I mean? Like, but she was so that's the, and that tells you the realism of this. She was like, I'm gonna fall. I'm like, you're not gonna fall. You're fine. Walk across the bridge. You know what I mean? So as you walk around, you know, you can feel the uh you can feel the doors open. If at one point R2D2's there and you can walk over to him and you can feel R2D2. Like he's yep. boop, 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 and you can <laughs> feel him. He's in the room with you. It's it's absolutely just such an incredible experience. And my favorite thing is you finally get that that long iconic uh, like fight scene that we get in every single Star Wars movie where you're blasting your way out of this you know this this complete uh, lava filled uh, um, you know dangerous place to, to to get out of. Dude, it's so amazing. If anybody has any reservations about doing it, just do it. It's one of those things that. Find the time, book it, uh, do it as a family. You know, I, I guess if you, if you go home just by yourself, they'll probably put you with a group of other people, right? Probably. There was there was a guy who did it by himself. Um, he so you know how the, the the room they take a team of four, a team of four. So to let you know, you can only go in with a maximum of four people. So if family of five, you, you're going to have to split up. Um, but team of four, and then I felt so bad because on the other side, and we had the last reservation of the night, which made me feel bad too. Um, but, uh, on the other side, there was a guy by himself. I was like, Oh man, you want me to go with you, buddy? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so it's four people max at a time and you go through, but uh, yeah, I would say they probably pair you up if they're busy. If they have people to pair you up with, um, it would sure, be more sure. fun to do it with other people mm-hmm. than to do it by yourself. I wonder if any of the people that work there ever just kind of be like, ah, I feel bad for that guy by himself. I'll just kind of go through. Oh, with I'm it. sure they do. I'm I, you know what? I'm almost certain if you asked. That they would do it with you. Well, there is a guide with you too, because I know. Oh, he's was, with you the uh, whole time. Yes, so you do. Have, you definitely have somebody going through with you to help guide you through. But but they uh, don't talk but, unless you need them. Like you don't know yes. they're there unless you need them. Right, or if you touched them by mistake, and I did that a few times. I bet you did. <laughs> by mistake. <laughs> by mistake. I was that scared when I didn't want to go across the bridge, That's and I was you? kind of feeling my way. Were and you I crawling, and he was picking you up off the ground? <laughs> Pretty get up, much. Get up, get up, get up. Um, Toughen it up, kid. That's like me at Halloween Horror Nights. I'm just, uh, uh, yeah, man. I, for me, The Void is a no-brainer. People always ask, they're like, okay, outside of the parks, what do I do besides go back and swim at the resort? And I just want to scream. I want to just like put both fists in the air and scream because there's so much to do at Walt Disney World that doesn't include you know being inside of one of the four theme parks. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the void is is a great. You talk about a family building experience. Nothing says I'm at Disney World than screaming at your family to shoot people. You know, to, to shoot stormtroopers <laughs> and shoot uh, bunnies with pancakes. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's it's the absolute best. You know, one thing we were talking about before, there's a lot of other locations. You know, there's quite a few other, you know, uh, scenarios and scenes that they have. Are you surprised they haven't brought the Avengers over yet? Because they do have that at some of the other voids. And with the popularity and with Disney kind of taking it over, or do you think they're kind of putting the brakes on that till they start establishing it more in the parks? Uh, you know what? It's, it's interesting you say that because I wonder if it has to do something with the... One changing the room, and two, I wonder if it has to do with licensing. 
mm-hmm. where they can't have it on the on the East Coast because it is in Anaheim. Which you know what, man? Now that I think about it, we're gonna have to do this experience when we go to Disneyland for the Disney Ads podcast family vacation out oh, there. Oh yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'll make sure to book that for us. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's completely off topic. Um, and hey, if anyone else wants to do the void experience out there with us, let's let's do it. You know, let's let's do a whole whole big thing. We can all hang out afterwards. Um, yeah, I, it probably has to do with licensing, man. You know what I mean? Okay. But they do have it at everywhere, pretty much, but Orlando. Yeah. And we used to have it here in New York, but they closed down recently. And I don't know what they closed down for whatever reasons or not. But uh, one of the coolest ones to have here in New York is obviously Ghostbusters. I mean, you know, this is where it originated from, and you know, the original kind of New York movie and. Uh, it plays really well, but the New York one, which is over by where the Trade Center was, uh, where the uh, one where One World Trade Center is, the Oculus, uh, it's not open now. I- I'm not sure why, but uh, it's been closed for quite a bit. So I think Ghostbusters probably plays better than almost anything for this experience. Star Wars and Ghostbusters. I think the fact that you have like a photon pack and you're you're out, you know, and, and doing your thing, I think it would play absolutely perfect. The ghosts coming at you, I mean, it would be amazing. Like and with all of that gear on, it's almost like you're wearing it is a like you're pack. yeah, yeah. Is, is right. it proton or photon? I think it's I think it's proton. You're probably right. You are thirty one years older than me, so you probably know. <laughs> um but anyway, uh <laughs> Uh, you know what I, I really want to do, and it, it kind of stinks because it's nowhere where I'm going to be uh, anytime uh, soon, unless I head to Vegas for a spur of the moment trip, which I'm, I've been known to do. Is Jumanji? I want it. Yeah. I, I, look, I've loved the new movies. Like the first one was great. The second one blew me out of the water. I did not expect much, and I thought it was hilarious. Uh, the Rock was great. I would love to do the Jumanji experience as well. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff. I'd like, to, yeah, I'd like to see them. I mean, much as I love the Star Wars and you know Disney Springs, it'd be nice if they rotate them in and out a little bit. I wonder how long it takes to rotate in and out. I can't see it being that much. I mean, other than the mapping of the rooms, you know, I mean, what's that changing some walls around and you know, it's just a program, right? I mean, Jay would know more. You know, we need Jay in the show today. I know we picked the He's, one topic where yes. you and I know nothing about, and Jason knows everything about it. You know. He would have had every detail down. He would have had every, you know, pixel and this and that. But, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I can't see it being that much. I don't know, man. The the, the other experience, there is one more. It's called Nicodemus. Uh, Demon of, e- e- ooh, this ought to be fun, Evanishment. Never even seen that word before. Um, there was a word the other night. Uh, by the way, did you see Katie's post? Which one was that? Where I woke up thinking I was in World Showcase yes. and told her I had to go yes. take pictures around the world. Yes. Yeah, I woke up and told her, hey, pumpkin, time to take pictures around the world. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, there was a word that night that we both started laughing at, and I cannot remember for the life of me. Do you ever have that with Laura to where you – oh, you know what it was? This is so – you know what? I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save it because it, it's uh, it's a good story, and it's it's long, and we're getting to the thing. But I'll tell it on the patron side. It, it's <laughs> It makes me look dumb, so that's always a lot of fun. Um, Nicodemus, <laughs> demon of evanishment. Uh, in the summer of nineteen eighty or eighteen ninety three, a tragic tragic demonstration in the electro spiritualism exhibit of the World Columbian Exposition brought something terrible in the world. This looks more of like a horror type thing, which I think plays well for it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they have lots of different things. Check out the void. Go to thevoid.com dot com and uh, you can check out not only the Star Wars uh, Secrets of the Empire experience, Wreck It Ralph breaks VR, but you can also see um, maybe you know somewhere near you they have a uh, an experience you can go check out. Um, it's 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 very cool. And the one thing that I really really love is and a little secret, don't tell anybody, is that when you're done with your experience, if you will say 
the void at the end, you will get your picture that they take for free. You know, Justin, you get that wonderful free picture. And you know what you can do with that picture? You can put it on Facebook. And more importantly, you can put it on Facebook and our Disney Dads group. And then that, you know what that'll get you? That might get you a pick of the week. And that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be picks of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. Justin, why don't you tell me, what's your pick of the week? Oh, thanks, buddy. I tell you what, uh, look, my pick of the week this week goes to something that I absolutely love. Look, we all, as Disney fans, we embrace those moments of planning. We embrace the fact that, hey, we're planning out our perfect Disney vacation. And uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Jeremy Hall and his son, who made a... Uh, a Disney tracking guide with hotels, with fast passes, with photos, with the parks, with everything that he wants to see and wants to do in the parks. Jeremy, awesome, man. absolutely love this because not only are you looking forward to the magic you're about to create as a family, but you are also keeping it Disney leading up to your trip. And that's what it's all about. It's about creating that excitement. It's about creating those memories as a family. And we absolutely love seeing it. We appreciate the story, appreciate the picture. I cannot wait to see that Disney tracking guide filled in when you guys get back with those amazing photos, stories, and uh, all the rides and amazing attractions you guys experience while in the park. So, Jeremy, thanks, man. Love it. Very cool. Yeah, that's an awesome picture. I like that a lot. That was very cool. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to Lori Euler, and Lori Euler is down in the parks, and she hit us up, hit us up with a lot of pictures from the uh, festival that's down there. I think uh, Jason actually ran into her, if I believe, reading by that post. So, uh, good friend of the show, and your pictures were great, and that is my pick of the week. Love it, dude. Hey, we got to pick, uh, look, I don't know how you pick a picture. I mean, Jay had such an amazing time. But uh, lots and lots of pictures from Jay. And he had such a blast, it looks like, at Walt Disney World. Such a long trip. I mean, is he coming home? Did he leave us forever? I think he's just moved there. I think it's it. Jason who? Jason. He's delivering mail on Main Street right I feel now. like this is the one where he, he told me he went out for milk, and I'm never, never going <laughs> to see him again. <laughs> So anyway, uh, but yeah, he had a great time, and uh, it's always good to see uh, Mike. I tell you what, buddy, it, look, we all text back and forth, but seeing that seeing that smiling face and spending time recording it was funny. I had um I had lunch with Charles Mary today, and uh, one of the great 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 uh, parts of our Disney Dad's family, and he was asking me about doing this for as long as we've done it, you know, mm-hmm. like. What, what keeps you doing it? What, you know, like, and, and I, I told him, I said, it's getting once a week to escape with two of my best friends. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I get, to, I get to take time every week and talk about something that I am so passionate about. I love Disney. I love everything Disney. And it's not even that I love the Disney parks. I love what it brings for families and I love what it brings to this community. And uh, look, buddy, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And it's always one of my favorite times of every week when I get that text that says, uh, hey, I can record at 9, and then I always text you guys back, uh, five more minutes, I've got to do something. I'm always <laughs> late. But, uh, but dude, I appreciate you. Um, to the Disney family, hope you have an awesome, awesome week. Same here, man. You know, I look forward to this whole week, too. I look forward to our Disney family. And, you know, whenever you're having those bad days, you can always look on our Disney Dad Facebook group, and they always seem to brighten it up and have some amazing pictures, some great posts. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like being on a little mini vacation sometimes. You know, it gives you a little bit of escape. And uh, for that, I truly appreciate it. And that, you know what, you mentioning that, 
For those of you, we say it on every episode, but we want to keep hammering home. If you have not done it yet, go over and join our Facebook group, Disney Dads Podcast Family on Facebook. It's an amazing place. We've had a ton of new uh, family members join this week. Um, we're excited to get to know you. We're excited to get to see your, your Disney stories and your pictures. Um, go over and join that, but also go over to www.disneydadspodcast.com. Find the links to not only Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find our personal emails if you want to email Mike constantly and ask him how uh, how how amazing we actually think he is. And also uh, our show email, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. It may take us a few days, guys, but we promise we do our best to always get back to you. Um, we want to take that time to sit down and really be able to write out an email instead of just a couple word answers. Um, and also, while you're doing this, do me a favor. Pick up your phone right now. Go to iTunes. It takes all of 15 seconds. Slap five stars. You have no idea how much that helps us. We really, really do appreciate you guys doing that for us. Uh, Mike, buddy, that is going to do it for the free edition of the Disney Dads Podcast. Our patron, stick around. We have some stories to tell. We have some fun to have. We're going to talk a little bit more about The Void. We're going to talk a little bit more about Disney news. And uh, and we're going to uh, have a lot of fun over there on the patron side. I appreciate all of our Disney Nuts family. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, guys, we'll see you real soon. Good night. Have a good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.